Hey guys, you're welcome to another edition of the Girls Women Business Podcast. I am super excited to have you here today. My name is Sheon Fumi Bolarewa and I started this podcast for African women who are interested in building a structured and profitable business that is powered by technology from the comfort of their homes without trading the things that matter to them the most, like the families and faith. And guys, this is episode 14. Really, I'm just excited and grateful for the progress that we've recorded so far with this podcast. So I've been in the online business space for almost six years now, as most of you already know. And I started this podcast because I believe that the time has come for me to begin to help and just reach out and give back to my fellow African women with the experiences that I've gathered over the years in this space. So if you're an African woman and you're interested in what I'm saying, like this sounds like something that you're in for, then you're on the right channel. And I want you to stay tuned and listen to the end of today's episode and just enjoy all of the juice that I'm going to be sharing with you. So quick announcement guys, like I mentioned in my last episode, the Girls Women Business Breakfast show is coming back in May 2022. I am super, super excited about this. So for those of you who are not aware, the Girls Women Business show is a talk show that I started in 2019, where African women, business women from different walks of life gather together to have these art at business conversations there are live interviews as well and there's opportunity for women to just connect collaborate and share now the vision of the show is to see more thriving and blossoming businesses established by african women yeah leveraging technology we intend to transform how african women do business guys we ultimately want to increase the participation of african women in the global economy the Girls Women Business Show is a learn and share avenue for women to talk, network, pour their hearts out about the challenges they are facing in business because doing business in this part of the world is not child's play. Then they can glean practical ideas to scale through the milestones. This is going to be a congress of passionate women gearing towards a transformation in our business is done in Africa. Guys, you do not want to miss this for anything. So this is going to be an hybrid event that will be streamed live on YouTube. So regardless of what part of the world you're in, you can be a part of it. But if you are in Lagos, Nigeria, if you're in Lagos, Nigeria, please try to attend this event live on site physically the space we're using is really small so seats will be served on a first come first serve basis so once the links are out please just register and just secure your set save your seat for the show anyway here's what to look forward to in the show of course like i've mentioned there's hard to add conversations about business there's live interviews with the guest of the day and this is one part that i want you to really look forward to because we are bringing two business girlfriends who even though are living locally in nigeria they are reaching a global audience with their business you don't want to miss that part guys and also you'll be able to connect with amazing women at the network and sip a break so the network and sip break is the part where people have breakfast there's coffee there's tea and over sipping tea or your favorite beverage you're connecting with other women this part is going to be fun and you know there's so much more things to look forward to in this show the dress code is going to be something stylish with a touch of africa so something african an african edgar um a scarf with african print something like that i'm looking forward to these guys please follow girls women business on instagram for more information 
Anyway, thank you so much, guys, for the feedback on the last week's podcast about mindset, the mindset stopping African women from building their dream online businesses. See, the topic of mindset is something I'm super, super passionate about because I believe that mindsets are powerful, right? They're really powerful. And in that last episode, I, we looked at five different mindsets that could actually kill your business before starting, right? And these are the entitlement mindset, survival mindset, side hustle mindset, scarcity mindset, and competitive mindset, and how these mindset can negatively impact the amount of success that you record in your business and I also shared the counter mindset the right mindset instead of these ones that will guarantee success that episode was so powerful in my opinion and if you haven't listened to it please go back and listen because there's so much things to learn from that episode anyway so moving on to today's episode a few days ago on Monday 2nd of May precisely I was listening to an event live on YouTube called platform nigeria so platform is a national event that is held twice a year with the aim of just facilitating growth in the areas of personal capacity productivity and national development within nigeria this year's theme is building a successful business in today's climate with a tagline live local think global and i just sort of found that interesting and I loved the lineup of powerful speakers and the insightful sessions that they shared from Nia Desoya to Charles Ho Tudor to Audrey Joe, Jumakea Dinawar, that's my mama, to Yvonne Jensen, Lake Halder, to name a few. It was a super packed event and to say that I learned a lot is saying the least really. So while I was just intrigued by listening to all the speakers and I was taking in all the sessions, even Joss's session just sort of stood out to me especially. So for those who don't know, Evan Johnson is the managing director and chief executive officer of Indicina. So Indicina is a fintech company in Nigeria that provides banks with a proprietary credit scoring and management system that includes a web app for borrowers, a credit decision engine, as well as a platform to facilitate digital payments. She's a really, really amazing woman in technology and I admire her a lot. I really love that session. Um, first of all, because it was insightful, but then more importantly, because it reinforces my ideas on the digital landscape in the world and how that affects business and how people can more easily just build global businesses from anywhere in the world. I thought our session was really eye-opening. It felt so good that I decided to create today's episode around some of the things that she shared. Um, building a business in today's climate without boundaries. I'm going to be making a lot of references to what she said throughout this episode, so just um, get ready for that. But anyway, I'll just get into today's conversation. And just to set some background before I start to share a few ideas with you on how you can position your local business for a global audience or for uh, the global market using technology as your driver, I'd love to say that. The disruption in 2020 caused by the pandemic has enabled a virtual business environment driven by technology. This is no doubt. We all know this. Since the pandemic, it's no longer business as usual for most organizations, right? Some businesses didn't survive the pandemic at all. And you can count businesses like that around you. Some of you have examples. Some of you have businesses that actually failed during the pandemic. 
while some that are even lucky to survive are still struggling there are still existing problems that happened from the pandemic that hasn't been resolved today for instance the global and even local supply chains haven't fully recovered from this pandemic consumer priorities and needs have changed etc my question to you in the midst of all of this disruption is how do you continue to create value how does your business continue to offer value to its customers in this ongoing disruption because like Yvonne mentioned every crisis like that of COVID-19 pandemic creates winners and losers how do you win in a disruption and how do you extend your success so that you're sure that it's not just luck that allows you to survive because trust me sooner or later another disruption will arise it might not be COVID-19 pandemic it might not be an outbreak of a disease but definitely another disruption will arise and you have to be sure that your business is well prepared for all of that and you're not just surviving based on luck because luck will not take you far so please i want you to sit down today and just ask yourself some of those questions as i run through the ideas that i believe would help you to start to position yourself for the global market now you have to ask yourself how is my business doing in this post-pandemic world how did the pandemic affect my sector look at your industry how did the pandemic affect my industry how did this disruption affect my industry how is my business doing how am i thriving despite all of this what value am i selling to my customers right now because their priorities have changed their needs have changed so what value am i offering to my customers at this time am i thriving is my business thriving or are we just barely surviving just keeping afloat how does all of these disruptions these are questions that i want you to ask yourself guys how does all of these disruptions integrate into your sector and industry how does it affect you in simpler terms now while you're thinking of all this i'll just dive into some of the ideas seven of them that i believe that if you look at them critically they could help you just position your local business for a global market using technology as your driver anyway so first of all number one i think you need to understand that everything that comes together in today's climate to influence how you do business i mean the resources the processes or conditions that is vital for the continued success and growth and survival of your business these business drivers are now global technology has enabled the virtual world and by extension has enabled businesses to now run virtually physical interactions are now limited of course you know that physical meetings and events are now replaced by zoom calls and virtual events right digital payments have now replaced cash bottom line is physical borders are no longer an issue in running your business there aren't limitations anymore except you just don't want to move with the time so what you need to do as a business is to ask yourself how does all of this the digital payment platforms the physical barriers no longer being an issue how does all of that affect your business at this stage that you're in all right look at yourself look at your industry look at the industry you're playing in look at your specific sector and your business what is the impact of all of this technology and all of these disruptions in what you're doing now and how can you leverage what has been made available to you to now start to deliver or reimagine value that you offer for your customers basically how can you thrive with what technology is offering to you right now how can you thrive you have to look within yourself as an entrepreneur and look within your business as an entity and find out how do you 
stay afloat and thrive in this economy that's like your first place to start because what you're dealing with and all of the factors and all of the conditions are now global how do you how, how is your business adjusting to that that's the first question to ask now the second thing is all the threats the same way all the um, business drivers are now global all the threats that you face with your business are now global threats they're no longer just local threats with um, local competitors and regulatory bodies and financial um, limitations and stuff like that right the threats are now global in terms of the demand and supply chain and in terms of competition as well competition is now global guys for instance, your competitors are no longer a few people within your locality or a few guys on Instagram. Your competitors are now all over the world. Your customers are now exposed to a foreign market because in a way, geographical boundaries are being relaxed, right? They are exposed to a foreign market. So let's say, for instance, you sell um, a product in Ghana. Let's say you sell stuff in Ghana and um, your customers are in Ghana and everything. You need to realize that right now, your customers are not just looking within Ghana to buy. They're looking at the global market. And now shipping is no longer an issue to them, so they can always ship from anywhere in the world. This should force you as a business. This should force you to start to work on your quality output so that it meets global standards because now you operate on a global scale. You have competitors on a global scale. All the threats to your business are now on a global scale. You have to start rethinking your business processes and your product offerings to ensure that you're not just looking at your locality to determine your output. You're looking at the global, the globe, the world to see what everyone is doing, to see that what you're doing actually can stand with the competition your customers are now exposed to a global market guys so you need to start asking yourself if my customers have to choose between what i'm offering and what another global competitor is offering do i stand a chance to win that's the way to start to think right now you can no longer play on the local level just delivering things that people around you see as cool you have to expand your offerings and you have to expand your quality to something that fits into a global demand and i need to mention that this is now a requirement for survival in today's climate anyway moving on to number three on the flip side of all of this um disruptions your opportunities are now also global now, supplying your products to a global audience is now very possible and easier than it has been. Like I've mentioned earlier, you can now ship your products internationally all over the world in two to three days. That's super fast, right? So your opportunities are now on a global scale. You're not just limited to what you can do around you alone. You also now have access to the global market, not just your customers. Even you have access to global consumers, people that can buy your products across the world, not just within your locality. More importantly, I believe that every business, especially if you're selling a physical product and even digital products, you need to start thinking of a global market while selling your products. I know that Nigeria and most African countries are more consumer-centric right we don't we believe in consuming and we don't so we don't i mean produce but the time has come for us to start producing and exporting our products because right now the business climate and the business conditions allows for that logistics are now available for um international deliveries fast logistics i mean quick super quick logistics digital marketing is now decentralized 
right now you don't need a digital marketer or a digital marketing professional to run ads or to set up your profiles or to send an email you can do most of those things yourself the information is available there are now digital payments that allows you to transact in different currencies yeah so the opportunities are just there for you to do business on a global scale the same technology that champions the virtual world that champions disruptions that same technology would help you maximize the opportunities that that virtual world has brought now the question you need to ask yourself is what does business look like if you have to sell to a global audience how can you start to restructure your current business um business activities to now accommodate you selling to a global audience number four you now have access to a global talent pool so first that means that you can now hire across borders you don't have to hire within your locality if you're in nigeria or if you're in south africa or you're in morocco you don't have to hire within your locality anymore you can hire across borders you can hire multicultural teams you can hire across industries right again there are buzzwords like distributed work remote working plus there are global hr softwares that can manage multicultural teams and payrolls so this allows you to hire people beyond your locality now secondly as an entrepreneur you need to realize that in carrying out your vision in fulfilling your vision you need people people are important talent are the sources of fresh thinking and ideas in your business and to attract these people to attract these talents you have to offer them value beyond just money beyond just payment your salary you have to offer them value the rules of work have changed guys i currently work in nine to five and i work remotely 100 percent every day the rules of work have changed employees are no longer a passive stakeholder in your organization they are now like consumers they are now as important as consumers in your business so it's time for you to start rethinking your business offerings the value you're offering to your employees so that you can attract and retain talent because there's no way you can build a global brand without talent in your business because they are the source of ideas they are the source of execution you cannot do it alone you cannot run any business venture alone so you need to start to rethink what you offer so that you can attract the best minds to help you build your dreams again back to your value propositions to these talents can your business afford enough flexibility to attract the best clients? See, in this economy, people have remote working, people, are, people now work remotely or hybrid, they have offices in their home. Can your business afford those flexibility? People do multiple jobs. If, you're, um, if you have to work with tech teams, right, and every business should be looking at technology. Technology is not just for technology businesses. Technology is for everyone who wants to thrive in this age. Yeah, but if you're looking at hiring within those teams, you need to realize that people have multiple jobs. Can you afford to insist on exclusivity? Well, what does that mean to your business if your employees are doing multiple jobs while working for you? You have to start to think in that regard. If you have to hire members of your team outside of your locality, what does that look like for your business? What does that mean? How does that transform your business? These are conversations you need to start having with your business partners and your business stakeholders. And you need to start having with yourself as an entrepreneur that wants to survive this disruption. The number five, this is very critical, guys. It is time to rethink the customer experience in the virtual world. 
What are the real customers' needs in this virtual world? See, expectations have changed. It can no longer be business as usual, guys. For instance, if you're an events planner, you need to understand that there's a shift, there's a disruption in the events industry. A lot of physical events are now being replaced by virtual and hybrid events. For instance, the Girls Women Business Show is going to be an hybrid event. Same with office furniture. If you do furniture, for instance, and you make office furniture, that's like what you do. You need to realize that as much as people are now back in the office, people now also have home offices because they work hybrid. Do you have a, a growth mindset that accommodates such disruptions? How does a world like this, a virtual world, how does it affect your product offerings? How does it affect the experience that you offer to your customers? You might need to create new products, guys. I mean, if it comes to that, you might need to create new products. And that's okay because there will always be disruptions. And you have to always be flexible enough to adjust quickly to change. You need to ask important questions like, what exactly are my customers looking for at this time? Yes, I still need an event planner, but do they need an event planner for physical events or for hybrid events? How can you adjust your business model to now accommodate the new demands? If you're not able to do this on time and you don't institutionalize this and make it an habit and make it a system, right? To so just constantly re-improvising and reimagining your business to meet um, pending demands, you will not be able to survive disruptions and disruptions will come. COVID-19 is one of them. There are still more to come. This is not a prophecy of doom. This is just life. The world is evolving. And your business has to evolve with that as well. And just to wrap this point up, I'm just going to say that sell experience is not just products. And generally, just go back to the drawing board and rethink your product portfolio so that you can repurpose what you already offer, what you already have to fit into the changing climate. Anyway, number six, in the words of Yvonne, you need to institutionalize innovation and the growth mindset. See, businesses are living, breathing entities. They need momentum for survival. Because, again, we're back to ensuring that success is not just luck, right? We're back to ensuring that when another disruption comes, we're not thrown off balance again. And this time around, we don't even know what it's going to be. But it's going to be big. We don't know how it's going to feel. So you have to ensure that you're not just thriving based on luck. You need to ensure that there's always momentum in your business. Because momentum is what drives survival. And without momentum, you start to decline. And then eventually your business dies. But before we even go into all of that, you need to figure out with urgency, guys, with urgency, how to make growth a part of your culture. To make sure that complacency doesn't set in leading to a slow decline because like i mentioned and like i've mentioned over and over again disruptions are bound to happen in business even if it's not a global disruption or a national disruption it could be a disruption in your industry due to technology how quickly are you able to transition how quickly are you able to look within and see how you can adjust to meet the new demands in your industry we've seen a lot of industries die new things are coming but people are not people are too slow to adopt change you need to start to create frameworks in your business for creating momentum so that anytime there's a disruption in how you do business you're still thriving and you're still able to thrive no matter what lastly i'm not going to dwell so much on this point successful entrepreneurs Reimagine a new world through possibility thinking. You have to think what is possible. You have to expose your mind to what is possible. What is happening in the world? What is everyone doing? How are people coping? 
how are other people in your industry the players the key players and your competitors how are they coping how are they staying afloat open your mind to those possibilities you cannot be stuck in your mind as an entrepreneur then survive in the disruption people that have possibility thinking they survive even when met with possibilities you know i i, I read of a story of a bartender during the pandemic who started to offer home bartending services like i've never heard it before you have to start reimagining what is possible and anytime there's a disruption you know that the way to survive is to think what are people looking for right now now that times have changed and things have changed and this new thing is happening and that new thing is happening what are people now looking for in this industry and that's how you can always stay afloat and you can always win and you can always have business even if the climate is not favorable anyway i know i've said a lot today but the simplest way to just tidy all of this up is to start to think global even if you're operating locally regardless of where your business is you need to start to think global and to start to reimagine your business without geographical boundaries because these boundaries are no longer limitations you have to start finding innovative ways to integrate all of these ideas seven of them that i have shared for you or that i've shared with you into your own space and into your own sectors and this is what makes these ideas work it's not enough that i'm sharing that oh there's these opportunities and there are threats and there are business drivers that are now global it's not enough that i'm sharing all of that but you have to now bring it home to the business you run or to the sector that you're playing in or to your locality and see how you can apply that how it applies to you anyway i hope you've learned something new today but more importantly i hope that you will get up from here and start to ask yourself the important questions about your business survival in this dynamic climate entrepreneurship is about survival it's about survival it's about innovating despite the hordes and i hope you just got all of that thank you so much for listening to today's episode please feel free to reach out to me if there's a topic you'd like me to address specifically or a question you want me to answer or anything like that please send me an email at gwmbafrica at gmail.com and i'll be sure to attend to that also, please drop your comments, your like, subscribe to this podcast, and do not forget to join my community at Girls Women Business. Click the ORG to get more personal time with me and so that I can help you in my own way. Also, if you need a one on one clarity session about your business, check the link on my description below to book a free 30 minute session for next week. I'm going to catch you on the next episode.